0: Mike, turn your games down.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 202 of Games My Mom Found. And who's
0: trying to save their boyfriend with me tonight? It should have been 203. You messed up. Start over. Okay. (laughs) I'd have to switch things around. (laughs) But, you know,
1: that would have been better. But, hey, this is not the first time that I screwed up with numbers. We did 13 for episode 114.
0: Anyway, I'm Michael Hughes.
2: And I'm Barry Carenza. And welcome back. And Barry, where can people find you at? You could find me on Twitter at Hawk Hellfire. You could find companies I work for, Nintendo Fuse, on Twitter at Nintendo Fuse or nintendofuse.com. And you could find Premium Edition Games at PremiumEditionGames.com, where you can get our latest pre orders Raji, They Bleed Pixels, Love 3, and Eagle Island Twist right now. On Twitter, we're at Premium Edition One and everywhere else, Premium Edition Games. I just want to play They Bleed Pixels. Oh, it's, oh, it's, so, so, cool. much it's <laughs> so much fun. It's so much fun.
1: It's up my alley. I keep Now that we keep saying Twitter, I wonder if someone listened to this two years from now, they would be like, Twitter?
2: Oh, yeah, remember that <laughs> thing? Remember that thing? Well, see, on, on November 16th, they bleed pixels. Physical goes up for pre-order by us, so get the physical copy. Support the developer. I'll wishlist it on Steam. <laughs> you and your aversion to physical games. I, I can't do it anymore. I don't know why. Like, I have a huge collection to
1: the left of me of 360 stuff that I can't get rid of, but I don't want to play either. So that just kind of fell off. That's about right. <laughs> But speaking of physical games, I don't own this either physically. Uh, we are here to talk about Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble for Super Nintendo, published by published by Nintendo, developed by Rare, and came out in 1996? Six. Yep. November. Damn, that's yeah. late.
0: Yeah, a week from now, as of this recording. We're recording it on 11-11, so it came out November 18th, 1996. Wow,
1: I actually planned something right for a change on the show without ever even trying.
0: But had it been next week, it would have been an episode that ended in three and you would record it on the day. Well, it wouldn't have been Friday. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but it this so come
1: out around the time of the anniversary.
0: True. Oh, yeah, that's true. I can't.
2: 96 isn't PS1 around, out around this PS1 time? PS1 came out in 95 and the N64 launched September of 1996. So the N64 yeah. was already out when this game came out. Damn, in fact, Winkley is... has an N64 in the game.
0: Oh, yeah. You can hear the Mario... Mario 64
1: playing. Damn, that is late. I mean, I guess I didn't really realize it because I never played this back in the day. I put well, OK, I rented this back in the day at some point, played a little bit, but I didn't own it. I had one and two. But I never bothered with this one. And now I know why, because 64 was out. PS1 was out. I was, I was moving on.
2: The Saturn and, was out, too, if anyone remembers that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have never I have never played Saturn.
2: Oh, my yes. God.
1: One day. I keep telling myself one day I'm going to emulate games on there. Yes,
0: like, <laughs> emulate. It's not quite this. <laughs> i the same. Buy one. <laughs> I did own this. I don't remember how I came about it, but I think I stole my copy somewhere in a in a box somewhere.
2: And Barry, what is your history with this? Did you have a copy of this back then? I did not, because I didn't have a Super. But I played at my friend's house, and I remember when this came out, because the N64 was big. We rented the N64. He had a 64 too, but but I remember he got it and he brought the manual to school, and that was my first experience with it, reading the manual in, in Laf- you know, the cafeteria. <laughs> and then I went over for the weekend, and I got, you know, he was showing it to me, and I was like, oh my god, this looks so cool with the, the open world, and, and all the new animal buddies, and it looks great, and then I never really got to play it until much later. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All the I, creepy animatronic bears.
2: <laughs> yeah, the bears. Because <laughs> the problem is, with the 64 out, you know, when you went to your friend's houses, it was always 64 games, you know, yeah. whatever at the time, and you know, eventually Mario Kart and a bunch of other multiplayer games we played and and that always took the attention away from especially a single player game too. It's really harder to play with friends over. Yeah.
1: So, it's just I didn't realize this was so late. I mean, that probably cuz this game is hated out of the three games, which it doesn't deserve. I wouldn't I, say
2: I, it's hated.
1: It's disliked.
2: It's,
0: it's the black sheep for the black whatever sheep. reason.
1: Yeah. That's that's better. You're right. I'm being more I, I just, and I, and I, so I, I kind of had a bad taste in my mouth about this game. I have never played, really played it much. I messed with a ROM at some point, like I messed with many ROMs you played for five minutes. You go, oh, that's nice. You turn it off and never go back. <laughs> and I had just been meaning to, and then I was like, finally like, fuck it, let's, let's play it. I want to cover it. And like, this game doesn't deserve any of the bad reputation it gets. I mean, yes, it comes out late in the lifespan and three, you know, 64 is, out, you know, coming out, PS1's out, like, but it's still. This is a very fun platformer that really does
0: expand, I feel, on Donkey Country 1 and 2. Yeah, like I told you when we were talking about it, you know, last week, whatever, it kind of hits that perfect spot of difficulty where it's not too hard, not too easy, whereas 2 is, 2 is pretty rough. Yes. And one's just jank. I love 1,
2: but yes. <laughs> <laughs> 2 is See, really difficult. This game kind of falls into the same similar trap that a lot of other late Super Nintendo games got where the development team that was known for the property have moved on to another game in this case Banjo-Kazooie and a, a B team picked up this game and and we saw that before with like for example Mega Man X you know X1 and X2 and then the team went on and did X4 while a different team did X3 and even though I love X3 another late SNES game there are a lot of people that feel it's the weakest, so you're seeing that as I'm well with DKC3. I love X3. <laughs> <laughs> I love X4. So I love X1,
1: two and three. I don't enjoy, but that's because they're too damn but, hard.
2: <laughs> but see, that's that's one of the reasons is the development team moves on to a new platform. With with Capcom, it was to the PlayStation, and and with Rare, it was to the N64. So we're seeing that where it's like, all right, here just make another game it's the older system you already have all the assets you have the engine you know go go at it and i think a lot of people have already moved on and that's a sad thing
0: mm-hmm. which makes
1: i mean it makes perfect sense i mean that, i mean i think you see it more now in 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 gaming where people make will make games for an older system but back then i mean people really moved on completely like people were like oh i got the new system who cares about the old games they don't Well, play you're
2: also system. seeing back then games weren't backwards compatible versus <laughs> now. Like, if you made a PS4 game right now, people can in just still enjoy it on PS5. You know, if you made an Xbox One game right now, you could still experience it on a Series X. And I'm assuming whenever the Switch 2 comes out, if you made a Switch game, you could still experience it on the Switch yeah. 2.
1: What if you made um, a PS3 game right when PS4 came out?
2: Well, that would be, you're, you're screwed then. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like making a Wii U game after the Switch. Like, you're, you're, you're screwed. But, but back...
0: Lifespans are, are way longer now than they were back then, too, because, oh, like, every five or six years you had the next new thing, and, like, the 360 era was around for a long time before mm-hmm. the, the their successors came out.
2: Well, that's also because technology got so good that the jump was so minor. And I know some people will say like, oh, I could look at a 360 and an Xbox One game and be like, oh, the Xbox One game is clearly better. But it's not the same as like the NES to the Super Nintendo or the Super Nintendo to the, the 64, the mm-hmm. PlayStation stuff. It's not that big of a leap. And even now, the PS5, the, some of the biggest PS5 games are also PS4 games and run on the PS4. And they're perfectly playable on the PS4 <laughs> and look great. And, and the same with the Xbox One, the Series X. So you're not Jeez. seeing those huge, huge leaps anymore. So yeah. it's more it's more like an iPhone, right? Or, or it's a cell phone. It's more <laughs> like an joy, iteration, buddy. even though it's called something new. It's really just an iteration, as opposed to prior, you know, the N64 to the SNES. Like, they were very different consoles, different architecture, different chipset. And that's you, you mentioned the PS3. the ps3 was was notorious for having a different chipset and that's why like emulation is tougher and that's why porting is tougher. So and and even even during the generation, most games were developed in the 360 and then ported to the PS3 poorly and that's why they ran ranwares. So <laughs> I think you're seeing product of an older time when we did do that. I'm sure kids 10 years from now listening will be like man, I have the the PlayStation Six, and I've had it for the last fifteen years or whatever. <laughs> you know, like, like whatever. It's it. They just don't need to upgrade or, or the or the P, what PlayStation Six. It'll be the PlayStation Five version three point eight seven three two <laughs> or whatever. That's just the way we seem to be going.
0: People are super ex- excited to buy GTA Five again on that thing.
2: Oh, they're perfect GTA Five, the a, <laughs> a game milk on every generation. Yep, but it just ain't gonna stop. Ain't gonna stop. Especially now that GTA 6 leaked, it's like, oh, oh, you didn't like that? Well, here's GTA 5 again. <laughs> you can buy it again. It's like Skyrim. Yeah, exactly. Where's the Super because Nintendo version of Skyrim to compete with DKC 3? I play that. <laughs> I believe that.
1: But I, I was surprised with this game. I mean, I mean, I know you say it's a B team, but it doesn't. To me, it didn't feel like that. I actually found this game more enjoyable then I find Dark Kong Country 2. I, I mean, I like Dark Kong Country 2, don't get me wrong, but that game is super damn challenging. And this game didn't have... I mean, I cheated both of them, so I can't exactly speak. <laughs> you, you know, not like I played these legit. Both of them I had to rewind on, and, you know, I was able to enjoy those features. But, like, with this one, it's a, it didn't feel as challenging as 2 does. Like, 2 I wanted to beat with save and I remember being a hell of a time trying to get through that game. Like, yeah. it was just That's- that very difficult
2: i feel like that's because two and and one as well were more platforming challenging games versus three which is still platforming but it has a lot of puzzle elements like to get the dk coins you know from the the shields it was a puzzle element thrown in there where you didn't really need to worry about that nearly as much in the first two games
0: yeah i can definitely see that
2: we have yeah. to
0: get the steel barrel to take out the oh, i can't remember the enemy's name <laughs> anyway the enemy that's holding the DK going, you have to hit them from behind, and yeah, like Barry said, it's always it's always a little puzzle to it. like even finding the barrel sometimes is a puzzle in itself.
1: Yeah, you have to bring the animal buddy with you to mm. a certain you know a certain point. I mean, I, I mean, I liked
2: what they did. I thought it was cool. It's kind of like and using another example with A team and B team Sonic, right? You took Sonic one, and it was fast, exhilarating experience and then the you know, the Japanese team went on to do Sonic CD and the American team went on to do Sonic 2 and if you look at Sonic 2 it's it's more of Sonic 1 right it's hold right to win pretty much <laughs> um, and if you look at Sonic CD there's all that exploration and the past and the future and like it's a very different style game and they're both great Sonic games but it depends what you like so it's kind of like that with Donkey Kong if you really enjoy the first two will you enjoy the third one absolutely i don't see why not but if you're expecting the same kind of platforming in every level, you're going to be a little disappointed when you have to suddenly stop and think, what do I do next?
1: <laughs> I also I don't remember if one or two had nearly the amount of like bonus coins that this game has.
2: Oh, no, I don't think
1: so.
0: No, because this one's got like its own currency with the uh the bear coins. OK, because there's a lot of stuff like that in this game. And I was surprised how much there was and annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you know if is this the same crew that went on to do DK sixty four? Because that would kind of explain some. Of
2: that. No, D- oh, uh, I don't. I don't know if actually about that. It might be for DK sixty. I liked DK sixty.
0: I have
1: never played it yet.
2: Like, if you play it now with save states, and like apparently there's a mod that you could play with it where you could just swap to the yep. to whatever Kong you want instantly. I think the game would be infinitely better. But playing it back in the day on the N sixty four with none of that. I still 100% of the game and I had a blast doing it because and here here is really where the change in in time period happens back then. And I think we actually discussed this in Chrono Cross back then there was a lot less games out. So and, and we were all younger naturally. <laughs> so when time. you got a game as a kid, you know, that was your game for the, the next two months or whatever until you can get another game. So you played the hell out of it you you know you cherished it you did whatever you could where now there's like a hundred games released every week it's like overload where where if you want to take a game and you want to platinum it or you want a hundred percent it you absolutely can but at the same time there's like the fomo of well like a hundred of the games came out and i'm not playing those and if i play one of those next week then i'm not playing the hundred games that came out next week and is always that eternal backlog. So I think as adults, we have—I'm not going to say less attention span, but there's just more things pulling at us in, in, in just in terms of games than if you factor in life and family, kids, and you know, uh, work and, and everything else. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know that—that's obviously pulling away from your time. But I think that's where the older games, the collectathons, really shown. You know, because you you had the time to do it. And you needed something to keep you for a month or two to take up that time where now it's like, oh, I have to do what? And some people will be like, <laughs> sure, bring it on. And other people will like, nope, I'm just going to run right to the goal, beat <laughs> this game and move on to the next. Hey, I know how that feels. I Yeah, yeah. I, I'm guilty of it, too.
1: I mean, that's how I play every game for the show in general. I always just move on, get through as fast as I can and move on. It's just partly
2: who I am in general as a gamer. You know, I used to I used to play games like on normal difficulty and sometimes even hard where the challenging difficulty, and now I play games on the easiest story difficulty because there's just too many games. And I yep. want to experience the story and have fun with it, and I don't want to throw my head against the wall against the <laughs> boss a hundred times over because there's, there's so many... Look, look at the time of this recording, God of War and Sonic came out. Next week is Pokemon. The week before that was Harvestella. <laughs> and that's just like four games, and that's not even counting all the, the tons of other games that came out. The Atari 50 came out. You know, there's so many games. And it's not enough time to play them all. Uh So it's.
0: Look at some, like any Ubisoft open world game, you just open that map, like, man, I do not have time for this. And,
2: you know, it's a lot of time (laughs) to get bored. Like, it's how you start out, like, I'm going to be the champion. I'm going to get everything. And after, like, 10, 20 hours of doing it, you're just like, can I just finish this now? Uh Yep. You just move on. (laughs) Tired.
0: My my (laughs) example I always go to is I played uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands for, like, 10, 15 hours. And I pull up the list of all the targets you're supposed to take out. And I'm like, not even halfway through it and i'm just like good fucking god I, i've got to do anything
2: else right now
1: it, those are the games like you have to be able to divorce yourself from stuff and not and just move on from it
2: well sometimes games do overstay their welcome and yeah. you have to either finish it or just say i have played enough that i have a story to tell I, I feel i've gotten my money's worth and i'm i'm gonna move on and especially this time of year the holidays it's it's mad rush! Everyone, games yeah. coming out, and and that's the perfect time because that's exactly when this game came out. And I feel it—it it just got buried. It just—it's yeah. the equivalent of a game coming out in the on the eShop or the the Steam store, or whatever. Um, <laughs> now that doesn't get traction and just gets buried. It's the equivalent of that, but in, with a physical release in a different time. I with, mean, yeah. with a major IP too. I mean, you're yeah, yeah. it's
0: on. it's wild to say that of a first-party Nintendo game. Yeah. Well, they were different back then. I mean.
1: It was a different, much different time. Well, with first the party
2: was always the quality, and, yeah, and especially you're talking the N64, the beginning of the 64 era, which was <laughs> known where Nintendo and Rare carried that system. Like oh, there were God. some good third parties games, but there were few and far between. And that was your, that was perfect for a kid because you know you had a game every couple months, and oh look, a Nintendo game every couple months. Oh, that's yeah, what you can afford. <laughs> yeah, it's <all> something <laughs> you know, I, I didn't what it didn't bother me because that's what was perfect. But that's that's where it was like all the things you get in Donkey Kong 64. I was like, oh, this is going to take me months. This is perfect. Yes, <laughs> I mean, this born. game to complete doesn't take super long. No,
0: no I mean, I, did I didn't it do it, all it one day. Well, you <laughs> did it in a day.
1: You did yeah. cheat, but
0: uh, I've done it before and I probably didn't do it in a day. But yes, I did use a little.
2: <laughs> here and there. Did you 100% it in a day?
0: 103% it.
2: Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely it was uh, how many hours
0: my playtime said three and a half it was probably closer to like five or six it was uh put on a couple movies on the other monitor and just play dkc3 all day day
2: (laughs) wow though that's that's you see that's six hours to 100 percent. nowadays would be like that's i'll wait for it to go on sale
1: 100 let's 100 hyrule warriors come on that, oh, no, that game you'll never <laughs> do that game i've seen do. the completionist has a
2: video about that yeah, yeah, yeah. age of calamity i'm 100 percented that that was much easier but uh, the original hyrule Warriors forget about that. yes yeah, stray
0: was one i could think of that it came out not too long ago and it was only yeah. like a only like a four-hour game and like people were kind of pissed that they paid 40 for for that sort of experience but back then like like mike said it was just a different time <laughs> See, I mean, game, you, games were made yeah. short, but made
1: long. So that way you couldn't just rent them. I mean, I, I bring it up all the time. But I mean, this is probably another of those type of situation. At least this game is not stupid with like, you know, things like Fester Quest, where they just don't make any sense, you <laughs> know, on purpose. Yes.
0: I feel like we're definitely at the end of that era because yeah. rentals were kind of going away. Yeah. Oh, 96. Yeah, hmm. I was starting to.
2: They were oh, games. Games weren't made at this period because of the rentals. Yes, rentals were still there. There's Blockbuster exclusives for the 64. Blockbuster was still there. (laughs) But, and I think the PlayStation as well. But the the mentality of, we need to make this game extra challenging so that someone can't beat it in a rental. That mentality, I think, was gone. And I don't think Nintendo really cared at this point because their IPs carried. And they probably looked at this and said, you know, this is going to sell... Because people loved the first two, and the first two sold really well. So, what's not, you know, you don't really have to do much.
1: This game plays mostly, like, 1 and 2. I mean, you have Dixie from, you know, 2, the, the hairspin. Kitty is just pretty much like Donkey Kong from 1, essentially. Yeah. He doesn't play yeah. much. He doesn't play any differently. He's just annoying. We were just...
0: talking about how this game is hated. Well, I agree with Barry that it's not, the game's not hated. Kitty is definitely hated. People oh. <laughs> do not like Kitty Kong.
2: I had no problem with him. Yeah, he's fine. He's the black sheet of the, sheep of the Kong family, and has Lanky and Chunky still that are also black <laughs> sheep. At yeah. least Tiny got into other games. You know, Dixie
1: doesn't show up in any other stuff, does she?
2: Yeah.
0: She's in Tropical Freeze, at least.
1: Okay, she's I have never Freeze. played another Donkey Kong game, really, except for Jungle Beat, after Donkey Kong 2 and now 3. Like, I she's, just fell she's off.
2: In, isn't she in the jungle, uh, Barrel Blast as well, the racing game? And she's in she's in uh, Diddy Kong Racing's D- the DS remake. Oh, really. I didn't play that either because they they couldn't use Banjo or Conker. Oh, good uh, point. So they used Dixie and Tiny, I believe, to replace
1: them. Oh, okay, Dixie makes sense. She deserves it. Okay, I mean I think the cast is good in this game. The two characters that you play as, I think, I mean they changed a lot of the animal buddies in this game too. Like you get you don't have Rambi, but I mean, mm-hmm. which I I like Rambi. I know that you don't need him, but I yeah. like him. And the frog. Uh, Winky. Yeah, I
2: like yeah. that frog a lot.
0: This one, that uh, spoiled Rambi's perfect attendance award because he's in every other Donkey Kong Country game except for this one. Oh, he was in two? Yeah. I
2: think he was oh. in two, yeah. Yeah, he's in, I believe he's in two. He's in 64. Okay. The Urch. Oh, uh, not the Urch and the, the
1: Swordfish. swordfish. guard He's in here. I, is he in yep. two also?
2: I can't remember.
1: don't remember. Robert. It's been a year. I thought he was. And then I, I like Ungard. I mean, the elephant, I don't care for the elephant at all. Ellie's fine. I couldn't figure out how to suck in
0: the water. But you have to press L because that was the it only tells key. I would it, tells it spells out bananas. I don't have time, time for the read. Bananas. <laughs> <It's not
1: laughs> I, 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 I was hit button like, how the hell do I suck up water? I saw him doing the speedrun. I know I can do it. And then it finally, I just hit the right button. I'm like, oh, OK.
0: <laughs> yeah. Rambi and Ungard are both in two. OK. And then you get the spider back,
1: which I do cool. like the spider. Squitter. I like squitter. And the I don't cool. care for the
0: squawk for the, at all. Uh, parallel. I wasn't big on Squawks. The Parallel one. Bird was... Eh, I, mean, I don't know why it's here. Squawks and Quawks. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I, squawks
1: better. I don't like the Purple Bird, because all he can do is pick up barrels. He's kind of useless. Yeah, you only have to use him in a couple of stages. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a cool. I mean, I'm glad that they changed it up and tried to put in some new animals and a few, you know, new features for a
0: game that is a lot of the same type of game. It's been a long time since... Well, I guess not that long since I played two, but... Don't you ride the animals in two? I know you are doing one. No. You become, a, you become okay. them in two also. And this one, you exclusively become them through the barrels. Yeah.
1: Two's the same. You don't ride them in two either. Except for On Guard. I think you ride them in two. I can't remember. I know the snake. You don't for sure. That fucking snake.
2: <laughs> See, I think, I think if you look at games just in general, it's almost like a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. <laughs> so if they just took DKC2 and they just changed the levels around and released it as DKC3, some people would be like, yes, more of the same. And other people would be like, this is the same game. Uh, We wanted something different. And what they did is they gave us something different. They added new Animal Buddies. They they put some originality. And for those people that wanted something different, they got it. And for those that wanted more of the same were a little bit disappointed. And it's unfortunate because that's just the way any type of gaming sequel is. You know, now, except now, sometimes it'd be like, well, this could have just been a DLC expansion pack (laughs) thrown in.
1: I I was happy with how this game turned out. I liked it that it. I felt like it mimicked enough of one and two, but was also enough of a brand new experience to me. Like I, I really had a good time running through the levels and just playing the game itself. And I was like, this is fun. It wasn't as much fun as two was for me when I first played it last time for the show. But it's definitely a.
0: Brighter, more colorful game than two, and probably even one. Like the environmental point is varied, but two is a a substantially darker game, like even tonally.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely is. is. I almost feel like they overcompensated in some spots in three Mm -hmm. because of that, which is not the first time games have done that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I unfortunately didn't play this the way I played two, as I was insinuating. Like when I played two, I got high when I was in Vegas, and that was the best way to play that game by being high in edibles, and I was not for this playthrough. (laughs) <laughs> hey, Donkey Kong Country one of those games that really like it with all the music and everything, and the and the and the bright colors. It really worked well for that. And I was in Vegas, so it was. But I, can I play I also played this on the Switch because it's on. I figure I pay for the stupid Nintendo Online thing. I may as well make use of it for a change. Yeah,
2: that's good. Because yeah. I just had this image of you now in a hotel room in Vegas playing D K C Two. Hi, was- just just on the floor, going. I beat it. I beat it, and it's oh, still I on didn't the title play it screen. That long. You but know. it was great. I was
1: sit I was laying in bed. My wife was off going to go see went to go see a magic mic show and I'm just sitting there, I got my snacks and just did my edibles and I'm just sitting there in Vegas playing Dot Country 2. All things you can do in Vegas and that's what I'm doing.
2: Playing Donkey Country 2. I don't wanna gamble, I don't wanna be anywhere, I just wanna play my game. Yeah, I'd probably be doing the same thing. So <laughs>
1: that also it was much cheaper than going anywhere near Vegas. Better it's just stay in your hotel room. <sighs> that's an experience, but yeah. I mean, it, it's something that's always stuck for me, too. That's made two getting stand out more. But this game, I just felt like it was like you are right. It's so pretty. I mean, the levels, the worlds aren't as varied as they are in one or two. But I still I like that. I like the way they did it. I like it that it has that fake, you know, world map in a way that you drive around and go to different levels. Like, I like that.
2: Yeah, well, it's not even a fake. There's extra stuff hidden there, too. So it yeah. Really
0: yeah, the banana bird caves are all over the goddamn place. But the, the team kind of got a little too ambitious because like one and two you go from point to point to point just like a Mario game or whatever. And this one they kind of give you some full 360 movement, and man, does it uh does it like to get hung up on every little piece of geometry when you're moving around.
1: But it was it was cool. I mean, I did like the little vehicles that you get, and I like the world map thing that you drive around. I thought that was a interesting you know something new to add to here i mean it doesn't really affect gameplay other than the birds but it was cool that it was there i really it's
2: a a natural evolution yeah definitely
1: and it, it does a good job of not letting you get too far ahead because you have to you know beat bosses to get to upgrade your ship to get more to get the new ships you can't just you know go to the go to the hard world all of a sudden i think you can skip maybe one world or so and kind of do them out of order but for the most part you don't have a
0: choice yeah, like the the first two areas are on the same island and the second boss gives you patch and they use that to patch up the inner tube to make a hovercraft. And that, lets oh. you jump over the rocks. And that's how you get to the next set of worlds. They're so like, I yeah, said, they I, kind I of they kind smart. of a little bit.
1: It was a, it was a cool concept, I thought. And funky it was I back. couldn't. Yeah, It's cool to see funky again. I do kind of like funky gone. I can't remember. I think he's in two also. I played two a year ago. I think it was a year ago. I don't remember at all.
0: I know he's in Mario Kart Wii. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of games. <laughs> I mean, they, a they, little, John.
1: they tried stuff with it. Hey, at least they don't make you have to pay to save in this game like Donkey Country 2. Yeah.
0: You don't know, have yeah, to I use know. the banana
1: coins. That, I
0: never understood that.
1: <sighs> that was stupid. I mean, you have bear coins, but I think the bear coins are set how many
0: you get in the game. I don't think they're... You can farm it infinitely, but you don't need to because I think you only use them twice two or three times you buy the seashell you buy the mirror and I, I think you buy the mirror uh buy the mirror and I think you buy something
1: back maybe it's the mirror again i I didn't mess with any of that I didn't buy any I didn't it's off like a trading side quest and stuff that I didn't care about so
0: <laughs> yeah with the the bear brothers I didn't mess
1: with the bears <laughs> I would talk to them just when the game made me but I didn't have anything to do with them I didn't I wasn't going for front of percent I was just going for beat the game and move on percent
0: sounds like you mm-hmm. the game's one on found percent. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's what I do on the show. I mean, I still had had fun. I mean, I got to experience. I mean, but also, if I would have played this game when I was younger, I never would have done all the things. I never, like, in any game, I can't go for all, you know, all the bonuses. Like, this game has, like, what, two or three bonus barrels in every level, almost, I think it is, something like that.
0: Yeah, but I think 1 and 2 were like that, too. Yeah, I just, I always skip them in 1
1: and 2, also. I never really, I don't think, 2, as I know, has a secret world, but 1 doesn't have anything. I don't
0: think. No, this one no. also has a secret world that yeah. you need the bonus coins for. And then
1: you unlock a secret boss fight, just like two, which I'm glad it's there.
0: Yeah, it's always nice to have something for 100% completion, not just doing it for the sake of doing it. And this is before the d- the days of achievements where they go, here you go, have an achievement. <laughs> I had achievements. I,
2: I would rather have, you know, an actual bonus world and bonus content than an achievement.
0: Yeah, definitely. Give me, give I me mean, Star I w- Road any day. <laughs>
2: I was an achievement
0: whore
1: at one point with 360 where I just loved freaking <laughs> achievements, but those that day is long gone. So
2: I think many people were, and that's deflated.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I played so many bad games new.
1: just for achievement.
2: It was shiny, it was new. You know? It was like, ooh, what's this? But, it, you know, completing a bad game and struggling to get a platinum to get a platinum as your badge uh, is great if that's what your your thing is, but I would rather do that 100% and get something for it. Give me, give me a reason to Strive
0: for it, Mike. What's the worst game you played specifically for achievements?
2: <laughs> I actually can't remember
1: off the top of my head. I know there's some. I know there's got to be some bad ones. I know I bought games specifically for achievements that I never played. But one of the ones that I I was a bad game that I actually really liked was a uh, Matt Return of Matt Hazard. <laughs> oh wow! And I remember that. I like that game Led. a lot. That's but I I know there's some bad ones. I'm just I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I played. I mean, it's been so many years since I was an achievement whore. <laughs> I
0: think uh, so. Avatar is one I hear people talk about a lot. I did that. It's good. Uh, I
1: I only played. You only have to play like 10 minutes and get or really? five minutes. And you
0: get all. And thousand. Then, cheap uh, I point. think Night Museum. I never Just played that one. I have. not
2: uh, I remember when the 360 came out, everyone was hunting for King Kong and renting it because you can get all a thousand really easily. And it's also a really good game. So
0: yeah, that's I when will. you keep threatening to put on the show.
1: <laughs> I played it at some point. So I'm in no rush to go back to it. But yeah, I like that game a lot. But no, like Dragon Country 3, like, with all the bonus barrels, it was just too much for me to even want to mess with, because I just don't care for that. I mean, I like what they give you in this game, but I just couldn't bring myself to be interested, to want to bother with it. It just wasn't, I mean, they are creative, like, I mean, they do have a lot of different, I mean, yes, they usually are, you know, find the coin, get the green bananas, but they, from what I saw, because I watched a uh, speedrun of this, 103% speedrun the guy does in two hours, and it looks very wow. cool to see what they have. Wow. Yeah, it's also like the record, world record. I mean, I mean not world record, but he's really down. Yeah, he is like the record holder, so
2: void. That is yeah, insane. I can't deal with
1: that. <laughs> but I mean it was it was really cool to watch just to see all the insanity that this game has to offer. And there is a lot to it. I mean, and you get a lot. Like you you have like you have trading side quests with the bears, we have to get different items and talk to different bears and you trade. You have the bear coin that you use to get stuff we we're talking like for the trading side. I mean, there's so much to this game. And that is super cool, especially like we were saying earlier, if you only got, you know, a few games here and there when you're a kid, like this is a game that you could have messed around with and just kept playing. And it doesn't it never really I mean, I cheated, but it, it feels like it wouldn't have been impossibly hard to play. Like this feels uh-huh. like a game you could force your way through eventually and get good.
0: Like this, like I said, I I absolutely 103 percent in my physical copy back in the day. Yeah, but You also beat Fester's Quest legit multiple times. So I did do that. <laughs> you're just a... that was a little more recent, though. Yeah,
1: (laughs) but I I liked it. I mean, I liked how much stuff was in this game. I didn't I didn't experience it or felt the need to, but I'm happy that it exists. And I'm I'm okay with a game being, you know, taking parts of another game and using the code they already have using assets they already have. Like one of my favorite my favorite Arkham game is Arkham Origins or one of my favorites. I really love that game. And that game is just a rehash of the other two before it.
0: Majora's this Mask is notorious for reusing yeah, all the assets, and that game is amazing.
1: Yeah, like it doesn't just because it reuse asset doesn't mean it's going to be a bad. I mean, some people think that, but like this game proves it. I mean, yes, they added new stuff and they new boss fights that eh, are okay, but
2: the, oh, yes, I was going to say the truth is is there's no reason to reinvent the wheel. No, and and if you're going to do something revolutionary, you're going to do it. Like Breath of the Wild was brand new engine and it was revolutionary. Tears of the Kingdom. No secret is using the Breath of the Wild engine because there's it, a sequel. Why not? The, the engine's already there. Um, that's what they did. And they did that a lot in the Super Nintendo generation. A lot of the games that had sequels, you know, I mentioned the Mega Man X games before, those are all using the same engine. You know, Final Fight used the same engines. You know, so why not? Why not, why not take what works and and just improve upon it?
1: And, and I'd yeah. rather have this than have, like, The Last of Us being remade again with the same game. I know there's differences to it, but still, I'd rather have not liked it.
0: And like you said earlier, Barry, you're, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, because yeah. you can't do everything, can't be everything to all people. Like, the that's just the nature of sequels. Like, you, you're either going to yeah. change it, and people are going to like it, and some are going to hate it, or you're going to leave it the same, it's going to be the opposite. But I guess, like, the new God of War, people are kind of like, wow, this is a lot of the same stuff as the first game. It's just with a different, uh, different story behind it sometimes that's enough
2: yeah well i mean look at look at F, talking about nintendo franchises f-zero you know people have been clamoring for another f-zero and nintendo is like well we're not going to do it unless we have something new to bring to the table and fans are just like give us just more tracks we're fine we'll be happy with that and <laughs> i think mario kart yeah well boy they've been in, they've been <laughs> mario kart is always iterated though Every one, every game added something new.
1: But I mean, like the new one for Wii U, that then they, they released for the Switch, and then added, just kept adding to it.
2: Well, no, but they they did the anti gravity stuff in eight, which was brand new. It was the F Zero oh. stuff.
1: Okay, I've never never played.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and seven had the the gliders and the uh, the underwater segments that were added to it. You know, and they've they've always done new things to change it up. Sometimes a little more subtle than others, but they try. And that's, like, right now they're doing, you know, extra courses, but they're all older courses uh, just being brought back, which is cool. It's a little bonus stuff. But that's why there hasn't been a Mario Kart 9, because there's no reason to. Yeah, they don't want to. 8 is selling like crazy. So, <laughs> but that's just it. If if they wanted to do a brand new DK, and look, they did Returns and they did Tropical Freeze with Retro. And Tropical Freeze used a lot of the stuff they learned in Returns. So why not? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. There's no shame in a game like that.
0: games.
2: (laughs) That's a whole different thing. Those are broken. They just don't care. Yeah, that's a whole (sighs) kind of They just don't need to. Legacy edition. We're just using the same game, updating the roster, and selling it to you for sixty dollars. might will charge you.
0: (laughs) FIFA on the Switch. Where it's been the exact same game the last three years. They just changed the number, and IGN keeps lower in their score. It's like it's the same (laughs) review minus one point. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah because they call it legacy edition that's their excuse like they they pretty much say we're not going to spend the extra time and money to update this engine for the switch we're literally just going to update the roster and use the same engine and it's virtually the same game with a new number not even adding any new modes or anything <laughs> it's it's <sighs> as lazy as you can get i'm so glad and, i don't play
1: sports games yeah. i'm so glad <laughs> i
2: mean this game also has like
1: I mean, the story, which nobody nobody's playing this for the story, but there is a story <laughs> that continues <laughs> essentially with Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2. I mean, the whole story is that Diddy Kong and Donkey Kong were kidnapped by K. Rool, the same villain. But I do like how the Kremlins in this game are 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 very different. Like, you know, I mean, sure, they're just kind of, you know, tweaked already existing design. Like instead of having the Hornet in Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2, now you have buzz saws, which are essentially Hornets, but have saws on their ass instead.
2: Well, it wasn't just K Rule, though, because they tried to do a Mega Man 4, 5, 6 thing where okay. it's not K Rule, it's Chaos.
1: Chaos.
2: And then, of course, it turns out the man behind the curtain is, of course, K Rule. Oh, that big robot thing that you fight? That was yeah. supposed to be the villain? Oh, I didn't pay any attention. I was yeah. That.
0: it's not K Rule, it's Baron K Rollenstein. That's true. <laughs>
2: he changed <laughs> his name slightly. Okay, that is a very Mega Man 4 thing. <laughs> Mega Man 4, 5, and 6 all yeah, did the Mr. same X. thing. Mr. X, Dr. Kosack and Proto Man.
0: Breakman, yeah. yeah.
2: It's all it's all wily at the end anyway. <laughs>
0: uh, but they, it's okay.
2: But yeah, so I mean they tried to do something different. I mean, what can they do? K Rool, and they even changed K rule, you know. They made him different. They made him his boss mechanics different. But yeah. the, you, what was when did when did DKC 2 come out? Did, do you have do you remember when that came out? Like what was it what was the development time difference between these two? Like Majora's mask was 2 years After Ocarina of Time, which was an amazing game to be done in two years. And obviously they reused the engine. So they were 95 (laughs) 95. (laughs) a year. year. So this was done in a year. That's that's incredible. That's very short. That's why the the A team went on to do Banjo and had time to work on the new system. And the B team was like, hey, do another game in a year, because this is going to be the last year that the Super Nintendo is going to have any type of life. So I think for a year, what they did they actually added more and innovated more than they really needed to. And I would expect with a year development. Yeah, yeah I mean, this okay. had to have been done super fast then. Yeah,
0: like like it's not the jump from one to two with two to three. But like you said, within a year, that's it's still really impressive what they did.
1: I wasn't fan of the boss fights in this game. Like the first boss fight is kind of cool. You fight a giant barrel where you knock bugs into his mouth, essentially. Make him burp, belcha. you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that fight was kind of cool. I did not like the giant spider fight. I actually didn't know what to do for a while. And it took me a bit like, oh, where I realized had to take the barrels and throw them in his face. I just kept throwing the barrels at him. I'm like, I don't think I'm hurting him. <laughs> I wasn't. And it was they weren't my favorite. Like, I think I like I think I like two boss fights better than I like this one. I mean, they're fine for what they are. They just it is weren't as much fun to me, I felt. But they're better well, than the first games.
0: I was just gonna say they're all better than Dumb Drum where you just have to avoid him and kill the enemies he pops out.
1: <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a really hard time with that sea urchin thing that you had to fight though. With when you fight as as on un, oh, guard. I yeah, had a really hard this. time. I don't know why, but like I couldn't I just kept getting murdered. I, I rewinded, but I'm like, this is like I'm like, how the hell am I supposed to do this? And I watch a yeah. speedrun of it and he just sits at the top and just hits him as soon as he opens up and beats him. I'm like, oh yeah,
0: the timing's a little weird on that one. I had a, I would have had a really hard time if I was playing legit. Apparently the GBA version had a boss specific to it named Croctopus. Oh. Places Barbos is the boss of that area.
2: Also, oh, the cool. the third game on the GBA had an exclusive soundtrack too from David Weiss. Oh, interesting that's cool. because because the soundtrack for this game was Weiss and another girl, I forget Jessica, I think. And it was very it was like a deeper soundtrack, and the GBA speakers couldn't handle that so they had to redo the soundtrack for the GBA port. So it's it's a new soundtrack with some remixes from David Weiss.
0: Man, that's one point that I, I have to take against this game, is as much as I played it compared to 1 and 2, the music in 1 and 2 is way more memorable than this one.
2: What I say what I always say? <laughs> yeah, this we had music. Uh-huh. See, <laughs> I, I can feel and agree there, but I also think there's an inherent bias there. And what I mean by that is... More people played 1 and 2, therefore more people heard them. And while the mm. songs are great, they're, they're excellent, excellent songs. Because of that, they're also more memorable. With if, if more people played 3, I think more of those songs will also fall into that same pathion. True. But yeah. when DK1 was all over the place, and especially especially first levels, right? First levels of those games are always the most memorable. Mario. If someone said, what, say Super Mario music or hum Super Mario music, I guarantee you at least 95% of the people are going to hum World 1-1. <laughs> yeah,
1: because that's what most people hear.
2: Because that's the most played level, and it's the, the song most people can associate with. You're going to see the same thing with DKC. So, DKC 2. And, and the, you know DKC 3, less people played. It's less memorable at that point because there's less, less people. That's fair. Yeah, so that is. I think there is a, a fair bias there, unfortunately.
0: I
1: listen to saying, some, because I just don't don't care. But I enjoyed what I heard. It was fine. It's
0: hard to compete with Gangplank Galleon, though. Oh, you're Gangplank. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good song. I wonder nice. what songs from this game made it into Smash. That's, Smash is my, my, my measuring stick for all for things on how important they are.
2: Well, which one? Because it's different. Some uh, is, is there any songs removed? Or have there been any songs removed?
0: I can't imagine ultimate didn't have. It had to have something.
2: Oh, yeah, something. I'm just wondering, like, if there was a song, maybe in Brawl, that wasn't in for ultimate or, or, you know, whatever. But what you could use ultimate just if you look at ultimate soundtrack, how many?
0: I pulled up specifically Donkey Kong Country and it shows that three had nothing. Wow. Nothing. Like it lists it by game. And there's I
2: wonder I'm surprised because, like, this was I mean, the music seemed fine for what I heard. Yes, but here's another thing. Three's characters where Dixie and Kitty and Dixie and Kitty are not playable characters in Smash. Oh, okay, so fair that fair. also could be. Now I guarantee you, if Dixie was playable or Kitty or both, there would be some D.K.C. Three music to play yep. in whatever level. That makes sense. That, yep. I didn't think about that standpoint, but yeah. So you can't always go to Smash and all the other games <laughs> that are included, uh, all feature at least Donkey Kong or Donkey and Diddy. So or or K. Rule. So yeah, that okay. that is something where you're going to yeah. see less representation.
0: At least K-Roll's up B is a reference to this game because he gets a little gyrocopter yes. in back. Exactly. So <laughs> <laughs> there's that. Okay, that fight was
1: super hard for me to figure out what to do. I had I, I was messing around with that fight. I'm throwing barrels at him. Nothing is happening. I had to look up a video, of the speedrun of it, and, they, and I saw him hit him in the back with the barrel. I'm like,
0: oh, okay. Yeah. The attack his weak point for massive damage.
1: Yeah. yeah my brain was not comprehending. Hit him. I was trying to hit him in the face, not hit him in the back.
2: Yeah. K. K Rules moveset in Smash is actually taken from DKC 1, 2, 3, and 64. Love it. So it's, cool. it's it's total homage to all, all the games.
1: I like when they do that. But I feel like Smash is a big homage
2: in general at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I need to
1: play Smash someday Yeah. again. We could put World of Light on here. I do. It's and then I have to buy it for, for full price, and I don't want to.
0: It's worth it. I Smash know it's worth it. I don't want like five-year-old game for full price. Oh, there won't be another one for a while, so...
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and get the DLC before they take out the shop. because You're going to oh, want I those don't, characters.
0: Don't even joke about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. I'm still sad about the 3DS shop closing.
2: Yeah, it's eventually going to happen. That's why physical is so important, because those <laughs> digitals go away.
0: Pick up they bleed pixels coming soon.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
1: this will be out next week, so... <laughs> yeah, see? Perfect. Oh no, I I, I kind of feel that way, but I have a you guys can see here, but I have a whole collection of games in in my hand right now on a green and black thing. But yeah. So that's, that's a
0: collection.
2: <laughs> I call it a collection. Until the, until you drop it, and it breaks it, and then you go, oh. And it's then. actually shockproof. The one I have, so. Oh, I I'll find a way to break it. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sure I could break <laughs> it.
1: I mean, if I took a hammer to it enough, it would break. But I have dropped it a few times, and it it has worked just fine.
2: Put some TNT <laughs> strapped to it and throw it in the air and blow it up.
1: I also has all my podcasts on it, so it has to be it's precious to me. <laughs>
2: it's all my episodes. You you literally put all your eggs in one basket that way. Yes. But it also stays very close to me. So it's right in my, it's right where I work. How many <laughs> how many people carry their phone with them all the time yet still break their phone even when it's right near them?
1: I, I haven't broken a phone in years. The last time I broke a phone, I think my one of my exes probably threw it at threw it to break it. That's
2: oh, shit. <laughs> it's I don't my, my point is that's not always a safe thing because no, I know. people break things all the time when they're right near them. Well it goes in a,
1: it goes in a drawer and stays locked
2: up most of the time. <laughs> Lock it <laughs> Headlock and key you know just. hey it's got
1: all my podcast episodes even though they're all in Podbean, i can download them at any time but still
0: you're gonna you're gonna have it in a briefcase handcuffed to your arm at some point football
2: yeah, oh, and you're then, bodyguards too just to protect you <laughs> another boss in this game that
1: that just confused the hell out of me and irritated me is when you have a boss fight where you're just the elephant and you have to like shoot the eyeballs when they open up or something and the, yep. the that's a weird fight
0: yeah that's different
2: you yeah, can't really for use sure.
0: it either, because it just kind of pushes you around.
2: Like you'll, It pushes you off. Oh, yeah. You can die. But Boy. it's an yeah. experimental fight, and that's what's cool. It's something different. Yep, yeah, speaking I like
0: of, it. the I mean, I, snowman. I, I'm glad it exists, but I did not enjoy it. The snowman fight might be the most unique out of all of them, because you're just having a, a snowball fight yeah. modeled after the, uh, the swanky Kong bonus game, where you're throwing... It's basically a, like a midway game where you're throwing balls at the targets or whatever. In the that snowman like, fight, you're fighting the snowman in the background and you're throwing snowballs at him in the same manner. Pretty neat. That it was a cool fight. He makes you kill him. He goes,
1: ah, 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 and it explodes. I liked it. I thought that was a cool fight. That was one that was fun for me. It's neat. And I felt like this this game had a lot of, you know, I think it had some neat levels, too. It had, it had a few, like, challenging levels. Well, more than a few challenging levels. But, like, one, we have the, the the piranha fish that follows you around and you yeah. got to feed
0: so They're it on, doesn't yeah. murder you couple are notorious ones. There's that one, and there's the poisonous pipeline where it reverses your left and right controls, but not your up and down controls, and you're swimming the whole time. Oof.
2: Yeah, that (laughs) one's not a a fan. I know some people don't like the the one with the saw that comes up.
1: Oh, I like that one.
2: I know some people don't like the ones where, you know, things are shooting at you from the foreground or the the background. It's a
1: cool concept to have that in there. Like, I enjoyed... The way that it played, like I enjoyed the differences that this game had with levels. Yeah, it's variety. Yeah, and I thought it did a good job of that. And like, if we were kind of talking about the vehicle upgrades, as you finish worlds, you get three different, you get four different vehicles. You don't get the fourth one unless you beat the secret level. But like the other three, kind you know, they open up more and more of the map for you.
0: Speaking of vehicles and levels, you don't have the minecarts in this one. You have the little bobsled thing. The like bobsled was cool. Different, different enough because you have the. The rail running along the ceiling that you could hook onto, so you have basically two levels that you're jumping between. The neat variation on it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would say minecart levels are classic, but there are some of them that are just very, very frustrating in the first two games. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's notorious. So I, I like the difference. I, I like that it it took convention, you know, on its head in a sense. And also, you know, minecarts were kind of something that DK did, you know, and Diddy did. And now it's, like, it's Dixie's turn. She gets something different.
0: Sorry, I mean those balloon levels, like, in 2, where you have to ride them over the heat vents? I'm okay those without
2: walls. those. I don't like those. So I was okay they're not in
0: here. Yeah, that hit detection's a little jank.
1: Mm-hmm. Those are weird. Those are weird challenging levels I did not miss. <laughs> and then I was surprised, like, when I saw the secret world. The secret world did look really tough, which that didn't surprise me, but just how how the levels play like you have the fact you have to get all the bonus coins and then you take the bonus coins and then you like pay a bear so you can then get more levels he blows them up or something blows the rocks in front of it like i thought that
2: was kind of odd the way they do it It was kind of like mario with, you know mario world with star No, yeah. like okay each, yeah. each one opens up i mean i thought it was cool like when i watched it i mean like he i
1: mean they look pretty challenging then you get gears but then you use the gears to and get the gyrocopter if i remember
2: correctly yeah the yeah. gyrocopter is awesome
1: I was surprised when I saw it, because essentially you only use it just to go and get tons and tons of banana birds that are hidden all over the world map.
0: Three banana birds. Oh, so only three? Yeah, yep. they're specific to the copter. Yeah.
1: OK, because I in the speed run, he did it at the very end. So that's kind of. Yeah, but that's like if that.
2: you've completed everything up into that. Point. Right. But if you haven't yet, it's a nice reward to go back easily and find stuff you missed.
0: Yeah. Because you only need the bonus coins and the DK coins to get the, the copter, but you don't need the banana birds. You what need do the, the DK coins even do? Do they... They're they specifically, you have to get all 41 to get the copter for 40. Okay. And then getting all the banana birds gives you the uh, the extra ending, whatever. They drop the eggshell on K. Rool.
1: And they chase after them. I thought that was just funny and stupid. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> you fly a giant banana bird you do i had a hard time and that k-roll fight you also get another k-roll fight if you do everything all the secret stuff to you get to fight him again
0: mm-hmm.
1: which i saw but i don't even remember what it was now i didn't do it of course obviously but
0: i think that's the one where it's got like he's in the background and you have to throw the barrels up into the vent
2: oh yep. yeah that, cool. that was something different and innovative and yeah. you know it plays like especially that's that period when the early ages of 3d it would nintendo was really playing with you know, 2D or 2.5D and doing 3D mechanics. I mean, this was also developed, you know, when the Virtual Boy was coming out and Virtual Boy Wario Land that was a big part of that and, and Mario Clash. So it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, things like that were like, hey, let's try and in some inspiration from that and, and try to do something different.
0: And not use Mode 7.
2: And not use Mode 7. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I don't care <laughs> well, for Mode 7. They use, they use the Super, like, like not the Super Vax trick, but, like, different technology. I forget what the actual rendering technology they used was. But it was definitely improved. I mean, look at the water effects. Mm-hmm. The, they were like mm-hmm. pseudo 3D. They were, it was like really impressive for the Super Nintendo. In fact, it's still impressive today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> like, like I think, it, I'm trying to think else I, I want to mention, but like all like the, the, all the banana birds being like randomly on the world map. Like when I was just watching how you just go to random caves and just press the A button and things are random like mountain and also something breaks open mm-hmm. and there's a banana bird there. That's a really cool concept to me.
0: Yeah, the one that threw me for a loop is in the K3 stage at the Snow Mountain where you go off the path to get to one of the bears and then beyond him is another hidden bird.
1: And then the way that you have to do the birds where you do like a little Simon Says puzzle.
2: Simon says Like it's harder the more birds you get. Yeah. That is. But, it, you know, they did something with the map. They, you know, they made it interactive in a way. And that, to me, that says that they wanted to do, you know, and they probably they probably wanted to do more, you know, they only had a year but it's something better than just A to B to C. I mean, look at, look at, you know, Mario one, right? It just, you go from level to level Beat world one, four, you immediately go to two, one. And then you look at Mario three, which, you know, you have the map, but then there's hidden areas of the map. And then you go to Mario world and there's even more hidden areas mm-hmm. on the map. It they, you could tell they wanted to do something like that for Donkey Kong. And I like that. It, it opens it up. I think there's one port where you could choose two different levels. You can go to two different worlds. You can go to, and, yep. uh, and that's yeah. cool because if you get stuck in a level, it's like, all right, let me go try a different level.
0: You get the, the two skis to make the jet ski. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But like even the
0: jump between world and DKC one, because DKC one is just level to level to level. And then world yep. has the different branching paths and the different exits that lead to different areas. Star road. And it's <laughs> wild.
2: Yeah. They, they took that and expanded upon it. And that's, that's what I like. They, they were very creative. The team was clearly had a lot of passion because they could have phoned it in. They could have said, we need over a year to make DKC3. Let's take TKC2 and just try and do more of the same because we have a year. You know, they they didn't have to do all this extra stuff because all that stuff, like Rambi. Rambi was already invented. The coding was there. They could have easily used Rambi. The fact that they chose to not use Rambi, you, you know, and and, and, Ellie, and then have her have the, like the sucking mechanic and the aiming and, like they, they made a more complicated animal buddy to take Ramby's place, which obviously took time to develop. They didn't have to do that. So it showed that they really wanted to make it something special.
0: It's another one of those what could have been situations. Like, what if they had a full development time? Oh, yeah. How different would this game be?
1: Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. Like, it'd probably be pretty damn cool.
2: You also... Here's another factor that we didn't touch on. The N64 where back then the Ultra 64 was actually supposed (laughs) to be released in 1995. It got delayed to 1996. So this game could have been just a panic thing, like, oh, crap, all our development has already moved onto 64, expecting it to be 95 for games to be released in 96. And now we had to push back the console. What do we do? And this could have been just one of those cases where Nintendo was like, let's rush out and let's get another game out there. Because we need it. That's why the Virtual Boy failed. Because the game wasn't done. The system wasn't done. And Nintendo said the 64 is being delayed. We need something for 1995. And they threw the Virtual Boy out there to die. Before (laughs) it was even ready. Because they were in panic mode. Because of this big delay. And obviously Hmm. the PlayStation and the the, Saturn were out in '95, So they were already a year behind. So this game probably wouldn't have even existed. Had the 64 come out in '95. But because of that. I feel... They wanted their A-team to start working on 64 to make it a success, and they needed something to at least fill the Super Nintendos next year that they almost got as a grace in 96. And it maybe was supposed to come out earlier, I don't know if it was ever delayed, and they had to delay it to November. But, you know, that's possibly another factor to all this.
0: Hmm, That's a cool idea. I mean, that would make sense. I wonder if that's how Majora's Mask was too, since it was only in development six months. It came out in two thousand. The GameCube is all two thousand one.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's exactly why. Because if you if you know nineteen ninety eight was Ocarina of time, and then they were like you know let's do it, but we got to do it quickly because when a system launches, the the system teams don't just like, all right, I'm taking yeah. a break. They immediately <laughs> start working in the the R and D department on the next console and start doing the concepts. So they already knew what was happening with the GameCube at that time. So, you know, absolutely. They were like, let's let us let Enuma do Majora's Mask and then start working on what Wind Waker would eventually mm-hmm. become. It's kind of like if you beat DK64 going back to Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. if you beat DK64 100% or 101%, you get a video of everybody auditioning for... The next game with the dolphin sign There's a dolphin that says audition, oh. <laughs> because the GameCube was codenamed Dolphin. Oh yeah, and, and wasn't named anything yet, so they were auditioning for the next systems game, which obviously, Oof. you know, Rare Rare got bought by Microsoft, but it was a little Easter egg and a you know a little maybe inside to what was really going on internally.
0: Wonder if it because Donkey Kong Racing technology,
2: yeah. Well, Donkey Kong Racing was being developed, so oh, that yep. could, that could have been that, and, that, and obviously that got canceled. But yeah, so this game, DKC three, might only exist on the universes that the sixty four was delayed. Maybe there's another alternate universe where the sixty four wasn't, and we never got a DKC three, and it was just the two two games and that was it. Or D those two games in sixty four. That's cool yeah. to think about.
1: Yeah. I also before we wrap this up, I want to mention like the G B A version does look a lot different because well, G B A. Yeah. But the world map is also different too. It's it's not Check the it same. Out.
2: I, I, I think similar.
1: It's from when I was watching the level, Some I thought, and I, it has a few different levels too. Yeah, there's some different stuff.
0: The whole area where the urchin is is apparently different.
1: Okay, that's and there's like an, I'm also seeing a different boss that we didn't have in our version either. Yeah, that's probably that one from the back. giant like starfish looking thingy. That yeah, yep. Okay, no, it's just cool. I mean, I just like the concept, the fact that you know, like when they I remember when these games came out for GBA. I mean, I didn't have a GBA, but I was still I was very happy to see that they were going to be on more. More ways to play, because I really do love when games get, you know, ported to things and there's more ways for people to experience them.
0: Better than the Donkey Kong
1: Land
2: games. Oh, I like the DKL Come games. I want to play
0: those <laughs> someday.
2: <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> DKL games are good. DKL 1 is actually a, it's a separate game. It's a sequel to DKC. Uh, it comes between 1 and 2. two DK, DKL 2 and DKL 3 are kind of like Game Boy versions of DKC 2 and 3. But Donkey Kong Land 1 is a brand new original game that story-wise takes place in between 1 and 2 and has brand new levels.
1: You have my attention. Okay, I know what
2: I'm doing at some point now.
1: Because I have a reason to play that game. I've been meaning to wanting to go back to play that one at some point. Oh, it's on the short side too, so if we need yeah. a killer. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll be a mini, but yeah, I kind of want to do Ooh, it.
0: Lightning Lookout, that's another one of the shitty levels.
1: Okay, that level is oh, shitty. Oh, that one's tough.
0: Oh, man. And it's it's not completely random because I was watching a speedrun speedrunner talk about oh, yeah, it. They're, you can see it before it strikes, but sometimes you can't react or if you're in water at all, it'll kill you. Uh-huh.
1: But there's a way to like they manipulate it. There's a it's something to base in your movement is where it hits, too. Right. Yeah. Because
0: it tries to strike where you're going to be.
1: Yeah. So they they were fucking with it. They, they they turn around and do things to make it change it. Yeah. It's still one of those notorious levels. Yeah, it was It wasn't cool i didn't like it i mean rewind liked it more than i would have normally so but it was so cool yeah. all right any last things you guys want to say before we i do have some questions comments and memories to read ah, that's right. let's go for it oh right, 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 i'll right,
0: interrupt right. you if i think of something
1: like you okay know. well i mean the one thing good about those is we always get stuff that we might have not yep. thought to mention to like that's happened multiple times <laughs> all right and i posted this in a okay first the i watched the entire or blood super replay group from friend of the show nake Mc... McLean. A fantastic game. I always struggled against the waterfall boss as a kid, but that snowball fight with the snowman is one of the coolest boss fights in gaming history. <laughs> and from uh, Jeff Flynn, I always go to the, I always go to the mat of for how ambitious this game was. DKC2 is pretty inarguably the superior game in no smart, no small part due to tighter focus, but this one really swung for the fences. I think this one is better than two, but I know two is really loved. So, Uh, From Matt Pickleton, very underrated, but DKC2 is one of the best 2D platformers ever made, so it's a tough act to follow, unfortunately. Love the openness and exploration focus of the overworld and hub worlds. Probably my least favorite of the SNES trilogy, but still a fantastic game. Okay. Still high praise. Yeah. Yeah. From Daniel Jones, friend of the show, my favorite in the series, I always find that Diddy and Dixie are too alike in DKC2, except Diddy is less useful, since he's lacking Dixie's hair hair helicopter move. They plays Diddy with Kitty, whose heavy builds a much better complement to Dixie's moveset.
0: I like That's really <laughs>
1: <laughs> I couldn't say it, but yes. And from Mike Ryder, it's not my favorite in the trilogy, but I do think it's pretty great. I've always found it interesting that the almost over, overload of collectibles in this game would go on to, to find future rare games like DK64 and Yeah, like Tui. <laughs> I've never played Banjo Tui yet. I only played Kazooie for this. Well, if you don't like,
0: like Kazooie, Tui. you won't like Tui. Okay.
1: Tui is much bigger. Yeah, I didn't like, I don't think I liked Kazooie. That much. like, this oh, it's episode 8 or 7 or whatever the hell it was. I don't think I was a big fan of, of Kazooie when I played it. I could recover it. Then I got to replay it. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that.
0: Coin Dozers. Those are those enemies I can think of earlier. <laughs> All right. And then from
1: the official Leisure Time community, uh, from Nick Turner, this is one of my favorite SNES games. The whole series, really, outside of the Leisure Time podcast, I never heard anyone shit on it before, but to each their own. <laughs> <laughs> is, it's good and from Maxwell Power I really don't care for the DKC sequels and to be honest while I like the first one I do think it's overrated to be honest I feel like Donkey Kong Return games are generally better than the SNES ones yeah but that's a whole years later homage I don't know I, I kind of disagree I yeah,
0: haven't played. I played well the original Returns was on the Wii and you had to use Waggles to do things And
1: it's on the 3DS it. also right yeah well, the first one's on the 3DS. Yeah. The Tropical Freeze is on the Switch and Wii U. Everyone's yeah.
2: favorite. The the motion control for returns wasn't the greatest, but I, I did the 3D, uh, 3DS d 3 version of it, and it was perfectly fine. And there's added levels.
1: Oh, okay. I really, really want to try the 3DS remake now at some point. This got me the itch to play that. It's very good. Okay. Maybe I'll have to try it sometime.
0: can make that happen.
1: <laughs> at some point, when I need a shorter... I'm assuming it's a short game, too, so... No, I think they're longer no, than me. they're long. Oh, I mean, I'll be cheating, so it won't be as long. But okay, but yeah, that makes sense too. All right, and then from Vincent Goodwin, friend of the show, uh, I couldn't afford an N64 for Christmas at ninety six, which was quite fresh. So instead, I rented DK DKC three and wrinkly Kong. Of all people, has an N64 in their home. Of all, <laughs> all the indignity. <laughs> also, it's weird that two thirds of Donkey Kong Country trilogy you can't play as Donkey Kong.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's fair. Yeah.
1: What they call an artifact title. Uh, and from Dil- uh, Dylan Gallagher, I like this game, though it's I think it's where the level gimmicks start to become frictional to the flow of the game. The music also doesn't have anything as iconic as the previous two games, but there's still some great ambience in there. Again, I really think what what Barry said earlier I think really reflects well on that one. And from Jason Flint, I really love DKC3. I'm biased being from Canada and feeling represented in the landscape and world chosen for this aesthetically. I like DKC2 more and played it more growing up, but the free roaming overworld, the addition of choice with rewards, progression in certain parts of the game and the amazing soundtrack. One of the most impressive things about this game is like the two before each level is unique and add something novel just for that level.
0: Yeah, there's so, yeah. definitely that. Yeah, there were a lot of
1: people who really liked this game that I, so I have two more groups I'm going to read from. Oh, real make quick. Little-
0: he yes. mentioned the overworld uh, to unlock the bonus world. And then one of the banana birds, you have to like do some extra stuff on the overworld. You have to like go around some rocks. <laughs> and To get the banana bird, you have to do like a figure eight. And the bears kind of give you hints on how to do them. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of neat. I would have never thought about doing that. And uh, if you open the secret world without talking to the bear that gives you the hint and go back and talk to him, he's like, oh, you must have read Nintendo Power. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's cool. I like when games do stuff like that. Join the Nintendo Fun Club, Mac. <laughs> And from the Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Community Group that I'm part of, uh, from Michael White, there's some tough levels in that game. I love it, though. Uh, From Kevin Lopez, what I like about this game, the bosses and levels are Brazier, my third favorite from the first three games. And from Jonathan Holt, really good, equal to two. Okay. And then from the last group, I'm going to read a few from uh, Super Nintendo Super Group. All right. From Matthew Zikowski, opening couple worlds are really, really dull. The game gets better, but it's a slog for a little while. I didn't have any issues. I, I like oh. that they're easier. Because <laughs> I don't like... I'm not good at platformers at all. I find out sometimes. And when I try to play... Like, when I play, when I try to play Klonoa for the show, that was really, really hard at, without, re, without cheating. It's a really good game, too. From Matt Smith. Not as good as the first two games, but overall a solid game. And I think I just want to read a couple more from Mika V. Love the overworld in this game. And from... Jenny and William, extremely wishful thinking, but if Nintendo ever made a SNES Classic 2, DKC 2 and 3 should be included. Agreed. Yeah. I yes. mean, I wonder if there's a right, is there a right issue thing, I wonder, with this? I no. mean, with Rare,
0: who knows?
2: No, I don't think so, because even the GBA games happened after oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Rare was bought by Microsoft. The the rights are with things like Goldeneye, because the there it's, well, then not only the Bond rights, but like, you know, Nintendo is the publishing rights, but Rare is the developer. In this case, when the buyout happened because these are DK games, Nintendo owns the rights. Just okay. like Star Fox Adventures, they own the rights on so all characters. That's why Crystal appears. They own this, those characters. That's why Diddy Kong Racing was able to be done for the DS, but they had to remove Conker and Banjo and had to use Tiny and, and Dixie.
0: But we only got one fucking cameo with Geno ever since Mario RPG. Well,
2: <laughs> well, well, two, kinda.
0: Where, where is Geno
1: in other things?
0: He's in Superstar Saga. He yep. shows up in
2: one mini game.
1: minigame. Oh, and
2: then Smash Brothers. Oh, Casta. well, yeah.
1: I like Geno. I will always be sad that, that I love that. For, I love some RPG a lot. That is such a good game. That's a good one. Episode 125. You want to hear about it for two hours?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm always impressed with what numbers are in my head for what we've done. I was going to yeah. say, it's amazing you're able to pull these out.
1: Out of nowhere? <laughs> Certain ones I can. I can't tell you when I did these two without looking it up. Which I'm looking up right now. We and before and I think we should go to Shelf Stacker Box. And
0: Mike, why don't you go first? This is an easy shelf for me, and it might just be biased because like I had one and I had three, but this is the one I played more often. Must be because I liked it more, I guess. Plus, uh, as we talked about in the episode for one, my copy is kind of uh fucked. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> go back and listen to that. That's a fun. That's a fun time.
1: Ninety-eight.
0: Yeah. Okay. Man, God, that was, feels like forever ago. It was. It was two years ago. I, I don't really think I can sing this game's praises anymore. It's just, it's just dumb fun. It's not overly taxing in any means. So uh, yeah, shelf.
2: Okay. And what about you, Barry? Easy shelf. Uh, you you can't go wrong with uh, Nintendo first party. So it's one of those things where I think you should have it in your collection, and I think you should enjoy it because it's a great game. Okay. Definitely support the physical, even though it's
0: old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, let's pull that up. <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> you should pull
1: that up while I'm talking. Uh, so I'm gonna also put this on the shelf. I I came into it with no expectations, and I had a blast playing through this on on the Switch with rewind. I enjoyed myself. I I just didn't want to go through the extra. I just don't like. I didn't want to play go through the bonus coins because I didn't want to have to look up stuff. I just wanted to play a Donkey Kong Country game without looking up anything. And I had a great time. I mean, this is a great game to play. And the fact that you can play it on the Switch, if you have the online thing, it's just there, which is perfect. And I'm so happy that that exists for people to be able to be able to experience that way. You know, because that's that's the right way to experience this. I mean, Rewind is perfect. You get to play a great game. It comes with a service you're already paying for for one reason or another. And it's just there. Okay, It's going to go on the shelf, and I'm so happy that I finally get to cover
0: this one. I don't know if these are repro cards, but, like, I don't see anything over 40. That's not bad. Yeah, not that's bad
2: not at all. Bad. It's the I GTA mean, I, version.
0: I wonder if that's more expensive. Yeah, I forgot that was a thing.
2: <laughs> like, I did
0: the the, the the land games, but I forgot they ported the, the other ones over. Uh, it's around twenty-ish. No, wow, not, not bad at all. No,
1: that, I mean, I'm also since we have Barry, he's a good person. I mean, it sounds like video game collection is starting to get a little cheaper
2: now. Uh, yeah, Slowly. the the Isn't I would it? say it plateaued already, and it's now starting Going. to come down. That's good. I've heard, the like, peak, with sealed... But... done. It's, I'm glad. I
0: sell my copy of Cubivore while it's still worth, like, $700.
2: That's a gamble. It's a good one to have, though. I like
1: that game. I, lo- I love it, too. It's... We covered that game. That was a weird-ass game. And a weird-ass episode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Animal Leader. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, no, I just I just can't get into physical collection. It, so I do have a few. I have a copy of Final Fantasy... Three Chrono Trigger and two SNES near me. But unfortunately, those boxes were ripped up by Kid Mike, which I regret. But
2: at least you have the card.
1: Yeah, I, I still have some cards. I have lost a lot of my old physical stuff between
0: moves and ex-girlfriends. It disappeared. Man, so. I'm still pissed. I had Mega Man X3 and Harvest Moon 64 and a friend quotes took them. Oh, yeah. But I've got Cubivore, Chibi Robo and Earthbound currently. So at least nice. that.
2: those are great games to have. Absolutely. That's why I just. I think that's why. I, cause
1: I used to be a big in collect in collecting physical, and I really fell off, especially when I have lost so much stuff that I used to have, and I just can't. And then moving it, moving it is what really made me hate physical. And that's yes. why I got fell in love with Steam. Uh-huh. And that's that's why I can't move ever. It's oh god, like I, I still have shit in the garage. Like I know I have a Time Crisis three box with a gun that I bought for four dollars at GameStop once. I don't know why it was four dollars, but I, I, I I'm, I'm just sitting
0: there. We moved into this house a year ago, and like. My 64 or my 360 games are still just in stacks in a box. I'm like, I just don't want put everything up. Mine are
1: alphabetical by first letter. And that's it. Like all the A's are with the A's, but I haven't bothered to actually. Oh, yeah. I just I don't care because I have no interest in playing. I mean, almost everything. Most things on 360, I can just go buy it on Steam and play it on Steam. (laughs) So So I just like, you know, I'm like, well, most of them are also dirt cheap. (laughs) So, and I'd rather play it on a PC than pull out my 360 and be like, hmm, "Are you still gonna run after ten years?" sure, if you kept it up. I just don't trust it. I guess at this point too. I mean, it, I have the um, Star Wars One Connect One, so it, it runs fine. But I just, I just always feel weird when I'm, I'm always working. My Xbox One died. Wow. And it wasn't. It was a Titanfall Two or Titanfall One bundle, so a pretty early one. But yeah, it, it never even got used. It just died one day, oh, uh, and then no. and that also kind of led me to being more seem orientated more digital because of losing stuff like that
2: yeah but at least the system is relatively easy to get back
1: yeah, yeah.
2: like I like I, I i transferred i took my switch and i you know, transferred to the <laughs> oled with a bigger card and it took me probably about six days to re-download all the games i had oh, downloaded. Wow, six days of downloading i'm like this is ridiculous
1: that's and a long time where
2: i could just easily just oh now i could just put whatever card game card right in there boom and play it but well, I also never
1: download more than like two games at a time that I'm going to play. Like, even on my Steam Deck, I only have Vampire Survivors, Pinball, and then whatever game I'm playing for the show, and that's it. I don't put, that's just how, same with my PC. I only have the one game I'm playing at a
0: time. <laughs> I'm the complete opposite. Like, even though I get an inkling, oh man, I might want to play that. Let's install it. I can't, because if I start a game, it's almost
1: a guarantee that I'm going to do my best to go through said game. To get, it- I have to. <laughs> I, I just, it's just, that's how I play games. So like at one time I used to be careful about what I was start. I'm like, if I start this and it's terrible, I'm going to keep playing until I finish it. So we're going to be careful what we start. Unless I really, really hate it. Mind Jack is one game, where I said, fuck it. And just gave up and put it on the shelf.
0: I started
2: that yeah. earlier this year. I, I try and play one major game at a time while playing other stuff like the daily stuff. But there are times where, you know, just between systems, I'll bounce back and forth between games.
1: Yeah. Just I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's I've changed oh, the podcast now. I I have that structure, and I really like the fact that I have that structure where I have to do something in a certain amount of time. Like, it works perfect for my mentality for some reason.
2: See, there you're right. See, for me, it's like there's games I want to play for myself, but then there's also games that I'm playing for review for Nintendo Fuse, and there's games I'm playing for review for possible doing physical for premium. So sometimes I'm playing like five, six games at a time.
1: Uh-huh. For me, it's just merely just the podcast. I mean, almost every game I play, even if I don't mean to be on the podcast, it ends up on the podcast one way or the other. So,
2: because <laughs> I have problems. Like so. Fester's Quest. Well, why not? If you're already <laughs> playing it, you might as well turn it into a podcast episode.
0: Yeah, get some,
2: <laughs> get more you know, use out of, out of my time. Exactly. <laughs> it Super also helps awesome. me. It helps me finish things
1: where I wouldn't. At one time, I like I would have never played through Fester's Quest except for this guy made me convince me to <laughs> and I had, a good, I had a decent time i mean it's not a, it's not a terrible game not a good game but it's not terrible
0: so like, i love stuff like dkc3 like i said i could just put it on for an afternoon and 100 percent it and be done and... i
2: i have problems going back to old games not not because it's like oh the graphics or anything like that like no nothing like that at all it's just time because, like I said, there's so many games coming out that it's like, if I'm going back to a game I've already played and 100% it, that means I'm not spending the time playing a brand new experience. Yeah. And then there's those droughts where there's like, oh, there's no game in the next month that I'm even remotely interested in. And that's when I'll be like, I'm going to go to the backlog and I'm going to go back and replay games at those points. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've been
0: the opposite. I've spent most of this year doing backlog stuff. I've been doing a backlog bingo for the oh. uh, backlog busters Twitter this podcasts. this
2: year has been so good for releases. <laughs>
0: yeah, I've I've I missed out on a lot of new stuff because I've been playing old stuff I haven't played before, and the whole time I've been doing that, I'm like, oh man, I want to replay this other thing. Well, I, playing,
2: I was gonna say if you're playing a game you haven't played before, it's new to you, so it might yeah, that, and that's the good thing. I try not to do a lot
1: of replays. Like I just replayed Metal Gear Solid Four, which you get to hear about soon on the show, and. I mean, that was a game I hadn't played since 2010, so it didn't feel, and I didn't remember anything. That's when
0: I'll replay
2: stuff when it's, I don't remember it.
0: Yeah, and every time you bring it up, I'm like, I just want to play Metal Gear Solid 3 again. Like, I'll play that thing as often (laughs) as
2: possible. (laughs) Have you played the different versions of Metal Gear Solid 3?
0: I have. i played played the the original PS2 one, and then I have the HD one. I have not played
2: Play the the 3DS version. Try that, you know? If you're going to replay a game, at least play a different version, get some new stuff. That's
0: fair.
1: I kind of want to play the DK3 or play the GBA version now that I've been watching a, a video of it. Like It actually looks a little different. Yeah, I'm
2: going to have to try it sometime. We shall see. It's
1: unfortunately not on the Switch where I can just play it rewind really fast. But
2: Well, you know we what? See. Maybe if, if they ever add Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, I'm sure that'll be one of the ones there eventually. Yeah,
1: And then they're going like to make G- me try to pay more, probably. I want GameCube first. <laughs> yeah, I, I really
2: want GameCube to be somewhere accessible
1: for people that aren't like me so that more people can experience games in GameCube that have never that you,
2: know, you can't get a hold of that make me happy pikmin Especially one pikmin two my
0: copy of thousand year door doesn't work anymore i'd really like to play that again <laughs> legit
2: <laughs> I, I would rather that. they did physical collections like the 3d all-stars you know where oh, they did sunshine yeah. there like do a do a paper mario physical collection with 64 your cool. year doors stuff like that like,
0: i started sunshine just last
2: night i love that no. game so it, I, I enjoyed it too might no, it's, it's apparently a it's, dumb game, and I'm done it's, for liking it. It's, it's the <laughs> weakest of the 3D Mario games, but I still enjoyed it. It's
1: a, I had fun when I played it for the first time earlier this year. I really I had will, a good time. I
2: will say Corona Mountain can go die in a fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a fire.
2: It is, and it, it's the worst Mario level probably ever in existence, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't even remember what...
1: Episode what one you guys talking about i just know i enjoyed so i i think i enjoyed Krona
2: sunshine Corona mountain was the final one before yeah. bowser where you had to use flood and the boat to go through. Oh, okay flood. yeah that
1: that was kind of annoying
2: that right. it just didn't work <laughs> it was frustrating
1: i don't remember what i gave the game if i shelved it or what i did with it i know i had fun though so but yeah. i can't remember overall I it's fun we should it was do a good. top it
0: was... 10 mario levels <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right if you enjoyed cool. this episode and want to hear more donkey kong you can hear donkey kong country episode epi- episode 98 and Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest, is episode 173, if you want to hear more of that.
2: And Barry, where can people find you at? You can find me on Twitter, provided Twitter's still a thing, <laughs> at Hog Fire You can find me with NintendoFuse at NintendoFuse.com, and as well as on Twitter at NintendoFuse and YouTube.com slash NintendoFuse. Uh, and then Games.com. you could find us there where we're going to have our newest releases, They Bleed Pixels, Raji, An Ancient Epic, Love 3, and Eagle Island Twist all up for order, so make sure to grab those now, as well as at Premium Edition 1 on Twitter, and on everything else, uh, Premium Edition Games for social media.
1: All right, and if you enjoyed this episode, there's over 400, I love saying that, other episodes you go listen to of this show. We do games, movies, comics, TV seasons, all sorts of shit, whatever the hell I feel like doing. So, definitely go check out our giant catalog. Uh, we also did an episode all about the Super Nintendo to celebrate its anniversary at one point, like a year, over a year ago. So, I don't, it's it has no number, a but long go find time it. ago. It was, it, it was good. It's good. I remember being an episode. So definitely go check that out. I uh, want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro courtesy of Helena at Hell has Fear. You can follow her on TikTok. And she sent me an image that somebody did follow her on TikTok and said, Mike sent me. And I, it made me smile because she sent no me worries. an image. So, it's awesome. Mate. Go listen to her. She went viral, actually, on TikTok. Uh, I wish her, her, I... Her person
0: pop. review, I think?
1: Uh, horror movie reviews. She did. That's what made her go yes. viral. I thought that was pretty damn cool. I was like, oh, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> And if you also want to give a shout out to my buddy, Bill Tucker, who did the M2... Who helped me with the MC movies, along with Mike, who we both we all suffered through all the, that whole saga. Now I have no interest in really going <laughs> back. Uh, you go check out his own podcast. His podcast, A Gamer Looks at Forty, he interviews people and how video games affect their lives. And depending on, well, when you hear this, he is at some, he's doing it right now, and I know he'll still be going on for a while. A huge Zelda thing where he's just talking about all the Zelda games, and he'll be doing that for months. So <laughs> go check that You're on out. On
0: the link to the past one. Y- yeah,
1: I am, of course. I should be on other ones too. I mean I can talk I told him I can talk almost every Zelda game at Breath of the Wild. I just can't
2: talk that one. <laughs> so what? <laughs> you could talk I, about Triforce Heroes, but you can't talk about Breath of the yeah.
1: Wild. <laughs> I played Triforce Heroes. I played Breath of the Wild for about an hour, got stuck, and
2: hated the game and what have about talked to swords. about Swords.
1: Oh, I need Four to replay swords
0: Avengers is good stuff.
1: No
2: no, not Four Swords Avengers. Four Swords. They're two different games.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I played Four Swords, played Four Swords
2: Avengers, and I played try the Heroes, the Tri Hero game is bad. It's not bad it's fun with friends it's bad with ter- other people
1: i played with friends but our internet connection kept failing and then we were arguing with each other so I don't oh know. no <laughs> well we were not really really each other but i remember there being a lot of arguing
2: i just did it in the same room with them it was
1: great <laughs> the internet was terrible when we played over the internet i remember that it was like it would just like freeze and all sorts of, it was bad but yeah playing in person would probably be fun if you could but yeah i i didn't have a good time and i i someday want to go back and replay it but we'll see all right, And we have a Discord. If you want to join and talk with us, please join our Discord. And if you want to support the show, we have a Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote in our Patreon poll. This month's poll is um, Christmas movies that aren't Christmas movies. Uh, we have Lethal Weapon, Ghostbusters 2, which people keep telling me is not a Christmas movie, but a New Year's movie. Uh, Batman Returns. I cannot remember the other one for life of me right now. Die Hard?
0: No, I didn't do no, Die Hard. Specifically not. Gremlins.
1: Gremlins, yeah. Yeah, no, I purposely didn't do Die Hard because I thought it would win for sure. So I decided not to do it. <laughs> uh,
2: so content with that one.
1: <laughs> it's a Christmas oh, movie. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube at audio only. And I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys next time.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye bye.
1: Have a good one.